Episode 54, The Business Show. So, you want to make your freelance or online business legal. Now what? Well, you are listening to episode number 54 of Mike Murphy Unplugged. Learn, create, move forward. I am your host, Mike Murphy. I'm a one-man band. I'm a technology junkie. I love helping people figure things out, and I am really excited to be here with you today. The goal of Mike Murphy Unplugged, it's to help you learn what you need to know in order to create online content so you can move forward in business and in life. In this episode 54, how to establish a legal business entity. What is the difference between sole proprietorship and an LLC? How much does it cost to legally start your business? And what can you do to set yourself up for success after the business is all set up? But first, let's take a look inside of the Podcaster's Toolkit. The Podcaster's Toolkit is part of the show where I share a tip, tool, resource, or product that I think is going to help you in your online journey. It might be a new website, an app, a book, or a podcast service, or a new piece of gear or equipment. If you have a favorite resource or tool that you love and you want to share it on the podcast, please send it my way at mike at mikemurphy.co and I'll add it to the kit. And also, if you're a vendor or you're a product creator and want me to test out a product or service, please, by all means, let me know at mike at mikemurphy.co. I'd be happy to test it and share it as long as I think it's going to benefit my audience. So no business show would be complete without talking about two of the most important ingredients for running a successful business, focus and productivity. In this week's Podcaster's Toolkit, I have a free Pomodoro technique app called Tide. T-I-D-E, that I've been using for a few weeks now, and I really like it. I've talked about the Pomodoro Technique in previous episodes, but just to refresh your memory, the Pomodoro Technique is a productivity hack where you work on one task for 25-minute blocks at a time, okay? Each 25-minute block is called a Pomodoro, and during each Pomodoro, you don't check emails or texts or Facebook or anything like that. After 25 minutes, a buzzer sounds and you get a five-minute break. You can stretch, walk around, check your email, check your phone, and other distractions. Another buzzer is going to sound at the end of your five-minute break, and it's back to another 25 minutes of focused work. Obvious tip here, but put your phone or your iPad in airplane mode. And if you're working on a Mac, option click on the little three lines in the upper right of your menu bar to turn off notifications. All right. Warning, personal confession time coming up right now. I love productivity and efficiency and workflow hacks, and I try them all. The truth is, most of them don't work for me for very long. I've tried so many to do in project management apps and journals and everything in between. Most collect dust on my iPhone or my computer until I eventually delete them. The Pomodoro technique, however, has been different. It really works for me. I'm not sure I can explain why, but I do suggest that you give it a try as the amount of work that I get done when I remember to use it, which is another issue in itself, but it's significantly greater than if I just sit down at my computer and start working. So today's free app, Tide, just like the detergent. I was using another Pomodoro app called Pomodoro that I paid $2.99 for. It worked just fine, but it was kind of boring. Tide is prettier. It's zen-like. And what I like best about it is it has white noise sounds that I really think takes the technique to another level. So for example, while writing this podcast episode, I had Tide set to the cafe mode, 
which is one of my favorites, and you basically feel like you're in a little busy coffee shop, so it brings out the hipster in me. Another feature I like better on Tide is that the alarms are much softer, and they don't make me jump out of my chair like the other Pomodoro app did when the time was up. Tide and Pomodoro technique works for me because it feels like I am competing against the clock, even though I know I am in control of the timer and I can turn it off at any time. There's a deadline mentality that sets in, and I work harder to get more done before that timer goes off. It's like a race. I don't want to lose momentum. I know this might seem weird to some of you who haven't done it, but give it a try. See if it works for you. It's pretty impressive. And if you want to bring out the hipster in you, check out hipstersound.com. You can listen to cafe sounds and other cool sounds in your browser while you work, or just get Tide, which is free. It's an app that's available on both iOS and Android. So... Let's get down to official business here in episode 54. What is the difference between being a sole proprietor or an LLC, which is limited liability company? How much does it cost to set up both of these types of entities? And what are some best practices to set up your business for long-term success? You probably know that I am not a lawyer or an accountant, so today's discussion is not legal advice. I am just learning all this stuff myself and I'm sharing it with you. Every state and country has their own set of rules, but that shouldn't really matter for what we're talking about today. The purpose of today's show is to help you understand what you need to do if you are serious about going into business for yourself and or maybe you are starting to generate some income or getting freelance jobs and you're not sure what to do to stay legit. I think it's safe to say that many, if not all, freelancers and people testing the waters on their own do a lot of cash jobs here and there while working full time and the extra money just goes into your pocket or into the rainy day fund. Some people freelance in this cash zone for as long as possible. But what if you want to go on the up and up and ramp your your side hustle and go in all in as a freelancer and entrepreneur and be able to open business accounts and write off expenses. That's what we're talking about today. It's all on an introductory level, but I think you're going to take some stuff out of it. So I just met with a lawyer to discuss my options, and I wanted to share what I learned with you. So here we go. How does a one-man band become an official business? There's basically two main options. One, sole proprietorship. And two, Limited Liability Company, or LLC. That's what we're talking about today. What are the differences? A sole proprietorship is simple, the most affordable way to start a business. This is what most freelancers do when getting started because there are no official documents to file with the state. Sole proprietors do have to register what's called a DBA or a doing business as. It's also known as a fictitious name, and this is done with the local clerk's office just to make sure that your business name is unique. A DBA, though, will also enable you to open up business bank accounts and apply for, you know, business credit cards, etc. One thing to be aware of with sole proprietorships is that all responsibilities and liabilities are on you personally. So if you go into business debt or you get sued, everything you own is fair game, including your house, car, personal savings, This is a big reason why many people eventually go from a sole proprietor to an LLC to reduce the personal liabilities and risks associated with being a sole proprietor. Everything that happens in your business, both good and bad, happens to you personally. There is really no separation between your business and your personal world, so there is that risk factor involved. Now, LLC or limited liability company. This is the option that I have decided on. I am going to be a single member LLC, 
which is really quite similar to a sole proprietorship from a business standpoint, but there are some financial and tax advantages that I really don't understand all that well, but what I do understand is that I am not personally responsible if I go into business debt or someone comes after me, which neither one is likely going to happen, but you know how Murphy's Laws works. Both sole proprietors and LLCs file business taxes and expenses on a Schedule C with the, in your personal taxes, but because LLCs are a hybrid of corporation and partnerships, there are some tax ninja hacks like filing as an S-corp, which adds added tax benefits, but we're going to save that discussion for a future IRS show, which should be real fun. So the main difference you need to know about and why I'm going with an LLC is there are some tax and expense advantages, but there is that added level of protection against my personal being. That's it. So how much does it cost to be a sole proprietor or an LLC? To set up a sole proprietorship, you can probably expect to pay somewhere between 50 and 100 bucks. That's for the DBA or the fictitious name form and any licenses your city or county might charge for such as the occupational license that's if you're working out of your home sometimes those are free but it depends and you might run into some minor expenses when you're setting up your sales tax if that applies to your business but for under 100 bucks and no lawyer needed you can be an official sole proprietor in business nice llc's not so nice Probably the main reason one man bands dodge the llc route from the beginning is that it does cost some money to get up and running it's going to cost me a total of $350 to hire the lawyer to do everything for me, with the exception of the tax documents, which will, I will do with an accountant. I think this was pretty reasonable for me, as some of my research online showed between $500 and $1,000 to have a lawyer set everything up. There are some DIY options, such as LegalZoom, that you can do, but I really recommend you go in the lawyer route. You don't want to mess around with any of the stuff that you don't know about. And whether you go as a sole proprietor or an LLC, hiring an accountant or a bookkeeper is absolutely mandatory, in my opinion. You only pay for their services once or twice a year, but they can make or break the success of your business. So definitely go that route. So I'm not thrilled about having to shell out all this money up front, but my whole thought process is that I don't want to backpedal when my business starts taking off, which I plan on it doing. So back to focus and productivity from above. We have to minimize distractions in the work that we're doing, or what Cal Newport calls shallow work. I know that I have to go legal on my business eventually, so better to learn and understand everything I need to do up front than when I'm six months in and I realize that I was doing everything wrong, or I have to scramble to find documents and everything that I was supposed to be doing. Well, there's no time like the present for one of my most overused but favorite quotes, failing to plan is planning to fail. I'm not planning to fail. Here's a truthful secret, though. Going legal is scary. I'm nervous, but in a good way. It is changing my mindset, though, and forcing me to up my game. It's pushing me way out of my comfort zone because I am committing to myself to make things happen. This is my way of saying I believe in myself and that I can do it. It seems corny, but it's true. You are not an expense. You're an investment. So what steps can you take to set your business up for long-term success? Running a business as a one-man band is hard. We do it all. Client work, content creation, marketing, social media, design, video. You know, all the stuff that we talk about on this podcast week after week. Now, throw in legal and tax responsibilities into the mix and it's going to be overwhelming. 
unless you are ready for it. And that is exactly my point of doing it before you get too far in. In all honesty, until I had a candid conversation with the attorney who set everything up, I probably would have made things more complicated than I needed because I didn't really know what my responsibilities were and I would have overdone it. So here are some simple steps just to get started whether you choose sole proprietorship or LLC that I learned about. Set up a business account. Keep it completely separate from your personal bank account. Hiring an accountant or a bookkeeper is definitely a big deal and necessity, especially for creatives. Math typically isn't the creative strong point. All business income and purchases go through the business account without exception. One credit card, one account and get one with miles or points. Keep track of every penny going in, going out, and save the receipts. And trust me, I stink at this. I usually throw out the receipts and the packaging before I even leave a store. But this could be the single biggest step for whether you succeed or not. The more you understand your income and your expenses and the cash flow, the easier everything becomes. Using a simple Google spreadsheet or a free accounting program like Wave, it's all you need. It's just a habit that you need to form, a habit that I need to form. Everything counts. Comcast bill, electric bill, gas, cell phone, podcast hosting, web hosting. Now, I plan on using FreshBooks for all of my invoicing and accounting. It's 29 bucks a month. It keeps track of everything, and I can bill clients that way. But I'm going to use PayPal until I get some steady clients coming in. And finally... Don't mess around with tax payments and annual dues as the penalties are often very significant if you are late. So an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. There are a million hats you need to wear as a small business owner, but it's really just staying organized and on top of it. Putting receipts in your accounting program is no different than setting aside time to write a blog post. The more diligent and organized you are in scheduling and prioritizing, the easier everything is going to become. Quick recap. It doesn't matter if you have a full-time job or not. If you're making money freelancing locally or online and you want to ramp up and be treated more like a business, your options are most likely going to be acting as a sole proprietor or an LLC. Sole proprietors are how most one-man bands and freelancers start out because there's little paperwork and it should not cost you any more than 50 to 100 bucks depending on where you live. The biggest difference between sole proprietors and LLC is the risk and liabilities are all on you personally as a sole proprietor, whereas in LLC, the company provides a level of protection against the business debt or lawsuits in most cases. LLCs range from a couple hundred bucks to a thousand to have it done by an attorney, and there is an annual fee of approximately $150 for the license. Finally, once you go on the up and up, you are officially in business. Set up a bank account. Run everything you can through the business. No mixing and matching. Keep track of every penny you spend and receive. And let your Google spreadsheet or your accounting software do all of the heavy lifting. So at the end of the year, you just export a file to your accountant and they're going to charge you less because you're so organized. There are also other things to consider if you are working out of your home. You might be able to deduct a portion of your house expenses or rent, but the IRS is really strict on this. So you're going to have to do a little homework on that one. In summary, if your plan is to start a business, I say figure it out before you get in over your head with all the busy work. Keep track of everything. Stick to the quarterly or yearly deadlines and the account setup. Everything is done online so the logistics are simple. It's just you getting serious and scheduling priorities. 
in one year, I'm going to do a follow-up episode to this. It should be fun to see what advice I give you in September of 2017. My guess is going to be optimistic. And as always, I do appreciate you taking the time out of your day to listen to this podcast. And I welcome all those that are new to the podcast. For those of you who have not already done so, please sign up for my weekly newsletter at mikemurphy.co forward slash newsletter. And if you know of anyone you might think enjoyed the podcast or will learn something from it, please share away so we can build the show up and build the community together. I thank you for joining me today. I hope you join my one-man band. Together, we can learn, create, and move forward. Cheers. Cheers.